Thought Bubble Audio. Hi, and welcome to Batwoman TV Talk, your weekly podcast following the adventures of Ryan Wilder and the CW's hit show, Batwoman. I am Palmer, and with me, as always, is Tony Ann. Say hi, Tony Ann. Hello, how are you? I'm doing all right. How about you? Pretty good. Missing Batwoman, missing being able to talk to you regularly. But we get to have a little bit of a conversation this week, so I'm very excited. Yeah, it's a double episode week. We had released um we had released a highly off topic holiday special that I did with a bunch of the other hosts from Thought Bubble Audio where we, where we talked about and reviewed Princess Switch 3 as part of our annual Christmas tradition of watching Vanessa Hudgens movies. That sounds like a really awesome tradition. Um it can be. <laughs> we start we started off uh the first, the first Christmas special they did was a crossover between Beer with Geeks and Hate Watch with us, where they watched the Star Wars Christmas special, and then starting after that, we watched um, a Christmas Night or a Night for Christmas or whatever that one was, and then Princess Switch Two last year. This year was Princess Switch Three, so that was fun. Uh, and now we get to talk about Batwoman showing up in The Flash, albeit very briefly. Yes. Um, so, other than that, like, what have you been doing to fill the to fill the void Batwoman has left? Um, just been trying to keep busy, you know, prepping for Christmas. Thankfully, things have been happening on other shows that I watch. I have other podcasts that I'm doing. So I've been keeping myself very, very busy. All of my shows seem to be coming to an end for the holiday break. So, Oh, yay. Yeah. In fact, as soon as we finish recording this, my mom, my mom and I are going to go watch the uh, Survivor finale because we're huge Survivor fans. Ah, I see. Um, all right. So Flash Armageddon. It's been years since I've seen the Flash regularly. Um, I don't fact, think you've watched it since Crisis. Uh, I don't believe I have either, and that might have been the last time I watched it. Even well, I mean the not this cri- the last Crisis, the Crisis before that, I think was the last time I watched it regularly. So, so you gave you gave up after um, Elseworlds? Uh yes, yeah. After the after the Crisis that Batwoman was originally in. Yeah, that was Elseworlds. Yeah. And it wasn't so much that I gave up on it as much as I had always been, I would always, like, get behind, like, aside from, like, say, the first season, I would always get behind on The Flash and then watch, like, two or three episodes to catch up. Um, But then it just, like, that season, there was nothing different about it. I just kept putting it off and putting it off. And then just finally was just like, ah, well, you know, I I like the show, but... I'm okay if I if I'm not watching it, uh, just because I had so many other things to watch at the time. Yeah. Like it's gotten to the point where, with all of this, with all of this comic book content that we're getting, I no longer have the, I no longer have like the built-in, the built-in fear. This, I have to watch this. Exactly. Like I like like that's why I stuck with like like. Everyone on this podcast knows 
and everyone that's ever met me knows, like, I am not a Marvel fan in the least bit. At all. Now, at all. Like, it's it's gotten worse, like, over the years. So, but, like, even when Marvel first started coming out with their movies, I thought they were fine, but it was, like, one of those things, like, no, I have to go out and support this because I want them to make the stuff I like, and they're definitely not going to do that if more popular stuff um, doesn't, doesn't succeed right but now like i i don't have that need anymore especially and i think a lot of that has to do with the cw where the cw has just kind of been like all right dc you're we're giving you eight shows a year literally like greg berlanti basically runs that network at this point because so many of his shows right are on there yeah so so I haven't watched Flash since then. Um, so there were a few things like I was like, oh, I don't, I didn't know this happened, or who are these characters. Um, so we'll get into that. So basically, the overall story of uh, Armageddon. It was a five-part episode, uh, and it we start off in the future in 2031, 34. 2031. We're ten years 20, in the future. Right. 2031, where stuff is happening the world is essentially coming to an end this guy named despero who is an despero. alien oh, God, yeah. i hated him he hated is an him. he is an alien who um likes to dress in the form of a is he irish or australian accent um i wasn't sure i thought irish or celtic okay i mean he does have red hair so that does kind of that is that is probably correct um and he travels back in time 10 years prior to essentially when this all was supposed to start happening. And he shows up to the Flash and is like, hey, this is all going to be your fault. You're going to destroy the this world. The, yep, this is the day where you start to lose it. And if I don't do something to kill you now, you're going to end up ruining the world in 10 years. And right. Barry's like, there's no way. Like, <laughs> I would never. Like, what are you talking about? And then everything that could possibly go wrong in a God-given day does. Yes. And and um, so that was essentially like episode one. And then we get a little bit more, you know, and so we see like Flash starts having blackouts to for a certain for a certain sense of the word he starts having blackouts where like he gets into a physical altercation with his team and doesn't remember it um joe ended up dying dying he which did not remember it that was that was my first hint that we were in some sort of alternate universe bullshit pardon my french because i was like no I was like, absolutely not. I was like, because first of all, we knew that the actor had already signed on to be a series regular for that whole next season. So because they announced that at the end of last season uh, Mm. around, you know, around May when everything was ending. So with him being a series regular, I was like, okay, no, this is some weird alternate reality. I don't really know the like I don't really get how this Mm -hmm. isn't true yet, but this is 100 percent not true. Yeah. So the second episode kind of dealt with with um, was that the second episode? Yeah, the second episode is where we find out at the end Joe died. Yeah. 
So the second episode is basically just all these things start starting to happen to the Flash as far as him not remembering stuff or losing yeah, control. He, he's losing control. He lost um, Star Labs. He lost his job. Yeah. Um, they thought it had to do with a former villain that was on the show who has essentially um, uh, not psychic power or like psychic kinetic powers where she was able to kind of take over people's minds and make them do things but it right. wasn't her it was not her then the third episode we get more into like iris him telling iris like look your dad's supposed to be alive like i don't know what's going on iris believing him looking into her father's death that was supposedly an accident and i i want to pause here because there was a scene in the garage in this episode with iris and cecile that blew my mind I loved the scene where they're arguing back and forth because Cecile is like can't let herself. Oh God, Cecile! Cecile can't let herself go there and hope that Joe is alive, but Iris is a hundred percent sure, or that she at least needs to look into this. So they were they were fighting, and like I was so captivated by the fight, and the thing that hit me is that Cecile is an empath. So not only is she feeling her own grief, but anytime she walks into a room, she was feeling everybody else's grief around her. So she never got to escape it. I felt so bad for her. I do too, but, and I get it. Like she's an empath. So she walks, and the thing is like, she walks into a room, people just automatically think, you know, Oh, look, her husband is dead or whatever and that you know for an empath that's gotta suck but like she like it got on my nerves so much like every time someone even like mentioned joe's name like she just lost it and but i think that's because she was on emotional overload because she was not only picking up her feelings right she's picking they, up everybody else's like that ooh. yeah and they it, they definitely it, like give you a reason and it makes sense but i just wish it didn't have to like go to 150 true but i like i just thought that daniel nicolette and candace Patton were so good mm-hmm. in that garage scene like that fight that they had i loved it so much yeah um so iris finds out that there are, there are some peculiarities around what's going on she goes to talk to um she goes to talk to Mr. Speed Force. I don't yeah, know. The, the, yeah, I forget his name, but basically backstory on him. Yeah. Um, Iris and Barry kind of created him, and two other forces, or three other forces of nature, like when they were when they were trying to stop the big bad at the end of season six, which was the, the head one from the mirror, who, whoever, I forget her name, but whoever was the one behind the mirror universe, our listeners will know if they watch the flash and they'll tell us her name. Um, they had not, to literally not Godspeed, right? No, no. Well, no, it wasn't, or was it Godspeed? It might've been. No, I, I forget, but they, they had to come together. Like, because Iris at one point, a couple seasons ago, like she and Barry swapped powers and she was the flash for a day. Mm-hmm. And so she still had remnants of the speed force in her and they had to come together. So, Oh, it was when they were creating a new speed force because Barry was losing speed. So Barry was, something was wrong with the speed force and it was depleting and Barry was completely losing his speed. So they had to come, they had to make a new speed force because, and sh- they used the remnants of 
the original Speed Force that she still had in her, and she was sort of Barry's lightning rod literally here. And I remember when this scene took place, I completely lost it like a fangirl. And they came together and they created a whole new Speed Force. Well, in doing that, they also created new forces of nature, one of them being um, the time, like a, a time force. And I, I don't, I think, I forget his name, but... They're basic, they basically treat them like Barry and Iris' children now because they essentially created them. And so he's like in charge of he's like in charge of like all the temporal changes that they can feel. And like Iris has this weird thing going on where she's having temporal sickness and we're not 100 percent sure why yet. So he's been trying to like stabilize her to make sure that she's good. So she she was starting to noticed that there were temporal changes like she could see that things weren't quite the same so she went to him and they were able to realize that somebody majorly altered the timeline using the negative speed force right um and then so the end of that episode she tells flash what's going on and flash goes to 2031 to find out well you know let me go to where it's supposedly happening and see if we can figure out what's going on. He shows up in 2031, and Iris is having a like rehearsal a wedding din- rehearsal dinner, and, and she's marrying. And she's marrying Bond. Yep. I was like, wh- like I was so completely thrown. I was like, what is this? <laughs> no, this is just no. This was wrong on every <laughs> level. Uh, so in the next episode is Barry in 2031. Now, Barry is a villain in this time frame, and they feel like everyone thinks he killed Joe because Thawne has is essentially made him out to be the bad guy and has kind of changed. Yeah, basically Barry and, and Thawne have switched places. So Thawne is now the Flash, and he is now the reverse Flash. Right, and essentially Thawne's also changed the timeline going backwards like he started it he started it in say 2031 and slowly worked its way backwards through time um changing stuff including you know making sure barry didn't get his powers like he got his powers from where barry got his powers from he and made then, sure he was hit by the lightning the night the particle accelerator exploded yep. he made sure he became the flash he made sure he was the one who fell in love with iris like he basically took over barry's entire life and barry was and barry was disappearing from the timeline like his his reverse flashpoint which is what they called it um was starting to cement and become the real permanent timeline and barry was starting to disappear right because um Thawne even said, like, one of the things he did was he went back to when Barry was a kid and killed him. So time had not caught, like, the, the, the timeline had not caught up with Barry yet. Uh, and Barry, you know, tries to tell all of his friends there, like, what's going on. No one believes him. And this Ex- is where we see, um, this is where we see Ryan. This is really yep. the only episode where we see her. She and Sophie are married, and they are trying to have a baby. Right, which is pretty difficult i think they're um you know i think they're missing some some things of the equation yes well they were trying to decide which one of them was going to be pregnant if they went the um sperm donation route right which is a weird and i don't want to trivialize it like i don't mean this in real life it's a weird conversation to have i feel it's a weird conversation to have 
in this instance because like one of them puts on a bat suit. Like you can't fight, you can't be putting on a bat suit when when you have a child in you. Like that's just not right. something that can happen. No, that no, that's true. And she even said that. I think she, I think she said it to Iris because she Iris essentially said, says it to Iris. Yeah. And she's like, I wear the bat suit, but just because I wear the bat suit doesn't mean that I can automatically expect that she's going to be okay putting, you know, sidelining herself to get pregnant. Yeah. I also want to know, like, I also want to know, like, what their, what their argument is. Like, like, do both of them want to have a baby? And if so, do neither one of them actually want to carry the baby? Because that's where it seems like the, the argument is. They're like, let's have a baby. Great. All right. Let's do... You know, let's do an in, uh, in vitro or whatever. Even better. So you're going to get pregnant, right? Hell no, it's going to be you. <laughs> like, it's just, like, it seems like they they agree on everything, but which one has to be pregnant? <laughs> and then and then they ended up, um, come, she ended up coming to the decision that they were going to adopt because I guess, I wish we'd kind of seen this, but I guess we didn't really have time with the story they were telling. Ryan said that like she was she was fighting as Batwoman and I think she said she ran into a couple of kids that reminded her of herself because they were living in a van like she was before she became Batwoman and that made her realize that she wanted to save kids like her. Yeah. I also wonder if that means like they're adopting that particular child like like her mom did. Yeah. Um but yeah, that's a so that's the compromise they ended up coming up with and and you know iris was just like you know you really have to you two have to sit down and talk about this and figure out what's going to happen and iris is starting to doubt is starting to believe barry because like the minute barry because like when when everybody when he came in everybody turned on him and was trying to capture him and so he grabbed iris and he zoomed the hell out of there and yeah. he took them back to, to his what he thought was their loft, and he said the line that always in any universe, no matter where they are, makes her pause for a second if they're not already together. You are my lightning Banana. rod. Oh, that's cool. That, you know, that's their thing. That's always been their thing. It's been their thing for the last few seasons. And so the minute he said that, she started, she started thinking, and she could not write her vows. Mm-hmm. She had a she had a really great scene with um with Ryan where she was talking about how she could not write her vows. She could not write her vows because she knows she wasn't supposed to be marrying this man. Right. Uh, we also found out that Iris was Ryan's maid of honor. Like this Iris Ryan friendship is something I really need explored in our main timeline because I loved it so much. I, I know they're on two different shows and the scheduling would be a nightmare. But even if like they just make references to them having Zoom calls, even if we don't see them, like right. just something because that that friendship is just so awesome. I need more of it. Um. So so essentially, Iris decides she believes Barry. Um. While that is going on, Barry seeks out Damien Dark. Which this was a twist I did not see coming. Um, as we know, Damien Dark in the regular universe is dead. In this universe, he is alive and his daughter is dead. So he goes to Damien Dark, who 
had helped him, who had just gotten out of jail because him and Barry had supposedly um, pulled off some sort of crime. Damian I think they had ki- they killed the head of Argus, didn't they? Yes. Yes, that's right. So uh, Damien went to prison because they captured him. Barry did not. So Barry goes to see him and uh, tries talking him into tries talking him into helping him figure out like what's going on and how to stop it. Um, and they do. They have a thing with the time stone and yep. and the only way to stop it is to cause Armageddon and yep. be able so he can be able yeah, to Yeah, because run. he needs yeah, he needs to run at at a fast enough speed to to essentially set everything right, but he doesn't have enough of a runway. So he has to essentially run around the earth. Yeah. And that would cause, you know, the core to stabilizing and other stuff. Basically Armageddon. Uh, so he doesn't think he's fast enough. Iris believing we, in him makes him he isn't. He isn't fast enough, though, because we should say that before he decided to go back into the past, there was a protocol that he had come up with where if one if any one of the superheroes started to go down a path where they were going to cross a line, they each had another designated superhero who was going to basically depower them. And in his instance, his was Jefferson Pierce, AKA black lightning. And so his speed was depleted because black lightning came very, very close to doing what Barry wanted and removing his speed. Right. Um, so he was depleted. Iris believed in him and essentially gave him the power. In one of the most epic scenes of the entire crossover for me, like she literally said, Barry, I love you too. You saw the speed force activate in her eyes, which then made the speed force activate in his eyes. And their love was enough power for him to run back and correct everything. And I lost my mind <laughs> because I love relationships that have this kind of cosmic connection it is my favorite thing it's one of my favorite tropes in the entire world and i just am a sucker for it every single time yeah uh and then so they they've successfully averted armageddon now in the last episode we kind of get the fallout first flash uh is there and he is upset, but he is now actually in Disa- Barry's in Barry's shoes previously, where he's disappearing. Yes. And if they don't figure out how to stop that from happening, he will just kind of phase out of existence altogether. And then there and, was this big existential debate of: Do we just let him die after everything he's done to us, or do we actually try to save him? Yep. And... Until Joe shows up and slaps both. Barry and Iris, because Barry and Iris are like, yep, let's let him die. Which I I, I understood that on one hand because he's done so, so much. But Joe was like, listen, if you – he was basically like, if if you do this, you are not the children that I raised. Right. And this is not who you are. This is not who we are. This is not what we we save people. Did you even try to think of another way to save them? And then he's looking at Barry and he's like, you already know what to do, don't you? (laughs) Barry's like, yep. 
Yep. And so what Barry wants to do is remove his speed, which honestly, if you ask me, is a much better punishment than him dying anyway. The man lives and dies by his speed. So now he has to actually be a human, like a normal, ordinary human. Mm. And he gets to be in jail, like winning. Yep. Um, And then we also find out that Damien Dark is still around somehow and his daughter is still dead. Which... Although once he, you know, he at a party that they're having um, at, a, at the post Armageddon celebration. Yeah, he basically Damien talks to Joe and they talk about, you know, being fathers and Damien, who has the time stone still gives it to Joe. And then Damien ends up Damien ends up dying after having one more moment with his daughter in kind of like purgatory where she's coming back in and he's and he's going dying back again. out right they kind of cross paths and have a nice little heartwarming scene that was really uh, really sweet and then um and then basically the aside from having to decide whether or not what to do with reverse flash when they decide that they're going to save reverse flash despero is like well he's just going to end up causing armageddon again at some point so he's so, decided to try to kill him Right. And, and with the to... help of Mia Queen, yep. he basically screws with her mind and gets her to try to kill them, which was so nice having Mia Queen back and mm-hmm. kind of getting pick up from the end of the backdoor pilot that we saw in the final season of Arrow. Because when they did um, when they did the Canary spinoff, which unfortunately never got picked up to series, right. William, William was taken at the end of that. And so I think the plot line had the series gone forward would have been trying to find him so she spent the last two years going you know going through the temporal zone trying to find him and so she wound up back in 2021 and yeah um and they and then iris at the end gives her some information that she was able to get on her brother so she goes off to um, see felicity because it needs to be decoded yep and you know they stop Despero. Happy endings all around, and that's really the broad overview of of Armageddon. Now, uh, so obviously Batwoman doesn't show up at all. We only get Ryan, uh, who's only in there for one episode. She does have a really big impact on the story because she's the one who gets Iris to kind of admit her feelings, which then allowed, which then gave Barry the power to be able to run back and reverse everything. So while the role she played was pivotal, Mm -hmm. like Eric Wallace promised us in that interview I mentioned a few weeks ago, it wasn't quite in the context I was picturing. Right. Um, And I will say, so overall, I actually, I actually enjoyed it when it was done. Um, It took... It took till about episode four and five for me to be like, all right, this is actually this is actually a good story. Yeah, it it, it took a minute to find its legs because so my biggest problem with any of the crossovers and this technically isn't a crossover, but with all of like the big event crossovers that they've done is to me they've always felt disjointed because they always the storyline was spread out over multiple shows so but it whatever always show 
whatever show was supposed to be that day, like if it was the Batwoman episode or the Supergirl episode, that person was the focus of that episode still in this grander scheme of things. And it always made the storyline feel very disjointed. And clumped. I will say the only crossover that did not do that was Crisis on Infinite Earths. I still feel like it did. Like that whole that whole part, like during the Batwoman one, that was like Batwoman and Supergirl just kind of like talking. Like it, it was better than most of them. But it's like to me, there was still something about it that felt disjointed and clunky. I think the story was better than the other but this one is the first one that while the first couple of episodes still kind of felt like that with uh with black lightning showing up and then only being in that episode and we also had appearances from um alex danvers too yep alex but alex had a little bit more to do like she was in i think she's in in the the first three yeah like yeah because they like they call her on the phone and then she's at the end of the second one, and then she's in the third one. And it seems like she's actually, like, working with Team Flash in that universe a little bit more. Um, Which, now that Supergirl is done, if they wanted to bring Kyler to the, like, at Alex Danvers to the Flash, right. um, I'd be 100% fine with it, because I just love her. Just put that out there. <laughs> uh, but also, like, so in the first episode, you had um, you had Ray Palmer show up. And then in the second, like, and then at the end of the first episode, he's gone again. Second episode, you had Black Lightning show up, and then he was gone. So it, like, the first couple episodes felt that kind of disjointedness because these people that, if there's something going on that's this big, they should kind of stick around to help. Um, But by, like, the third and fourth episode, it found its legs and the story kind of flowed a little bit better. So that I was very, that I was very happy to see. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you really needed to have like the, the people show up. Like you, did you really like, yeah, it was nice to see Mia and they kind of given her, like they kind of moved her story that you're not going to get to see along a little bit because of their show not getting picked up. And it was nice to have Ryan there, and, like, she gives Iris the advice, and Black Lightning was going to help out Barry. It's nice to give them purpose, but I don't know if they needed to be there. I mean, I was also happy for the actors, because it meant they got paid, because, you know, Black Lightning is done. So Cress Williams hasn't, you know, Cress Williams hasn't really done anything since Black Lightning has ended, I don't think. We haven't seen, you know, we haven't seen Mia, Mia since... Arrow ended, so you know it was it was nice to see these familiar faces, and it, it's nice to remind us that that universe still exists, even though not right. every show you know that the universe still exists even if the shows don't. Yeah. Because by this point, Supergirl was over, Black yeah, Lightning's right. done, Arrow's done, and yet we're still getting to and and Ray Palmer had left Legends, so at this point we're getting to see characters that are still in our universe existing, which. I love that. Uh, yeah, and and I I agree. Um, if you're not a fan of the entire universe, I can see how you can take it or leave it. But if you are it, like me, yeah, it's not so much if I could take it or leave it. Like I like seeing these guys show up, and they you know they gave them enough purpose where it 
it kind of makes sense. But at the same time, like, them going away, like, before the, say, resolution of the five episodes seems a little bit weird. So, like, that's my only thing. Like, yeah, it's great seeing them. If if Ray only just showed up in a random episode of Flash, like, if you took out all of the Armageddon-style stuff and gave, gave um, Ray Palmer, like, that random B storyline for that episode or two episodes that he had great it it, you know yeah it it makes sense i like it it's just weird like knowing what's going on like he would still be like all right i'm out of here guys you got you got stuff to do i can't help you yeah because i i I do i i I didn't really love ray palmer's story in the first couple episodes i think he was only he was only in the first one right right I didn't love the subplot they had with him and Chester. Like, I like Chester as a character, but I did not love the the story with him and Ray. I did miss Ray, though. I do wonder, though, like, because he's he was in he's in love. I think he's married to Nora because I think they got married before he left Legends. So I do wonder, like, are they still together or did this whole thing like erase that relationship? Uh, I would imagine they're still together. Nora Nora was the one who was played by his wife, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. On yeah, there was the it was the woman from Legends of Tomorrow and Big Bang Theory. Yes. Yeah, so that's yeah, his wife in real life. Um I was kinda sad that she didn't come back because I do really like her. Uh so the storyline I thought was good is probably the best of the I honestly think where this isn't technically a crossover, I'm still going to categorize it as one. Well, they're categorizing it as one, so... Yeah. I think it's the best, the most cohesive story for their crossover. It might not be the biggest in scope, because that's definitely Crisis. Yeah. Uh, And they, you know, in theory, they, 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 like, led into Crisis a good chunk of you know, a good chunk with a lot of other stuff. So it might not have been as plotted out, but I think overall it's, it's definitely my favorite out of all of them. And it's definitely the most cohesive story out of all of them for me, at least. Oh, and we also got to see, um, Osric Chow. I I can't remember. I can't remember the character's name, but the Paragon of Humanity from Crisis, he made an appearance in this little crossover too. It was nice to see him. Yep. Uh, so, so we had, so there was that, um, kind of, kind of the, some of the negatives, although there wasn't too many negatives for me. One, like I said, was like how much they beat that drum of, of her, like not being able to talk about Joe's death or, you know, that it was just a, I understood it, but it was just a grading thing to me. And then um, we got it. We have to change Allegra's name. I'm sorry. We have to. It is something that must be done. <laughs> Just call her Ultraviolet. Violet. That's her. Um... Please, like I, I like this character was not in the show the last time I was watching. No, she was. So, she was a new addition in season six, I think. Yes, yeah, season six. So, like she... when I'm watching this, I'm like, oh, I like this character. And I heard them call her something, and I'm like, did they just say Allegra? <laughs> and I sent both I sent both you and my friend Tim a text, and I'm like, 
Is this girl seriously named after allergy medication? What the you, hell? You literally sent me a text like they really have to change allergy girl's name, and I always sent back to you was <laughs> Allegra with a bunch of laughing emojis because I knew immediately who you meant. Yeah. Um, and then also, because the first episode started off with um, the Royal Flush Gang, right? Yes. Yeah. The Royal Flush Gang is uh, a group that I personally like i like them i remember them from the batman beyond animated series they they did not look good in this in this iteration and it like it was their costumes like their costumes looked bad and i'm like uh and i don't know if there's a way to really make them look good but the flash did not do it yeah, sometimes sometimes the costumes on the CW shows are just like not. Yeah. Uh, not and then and then as far as like visuals go, the final fight between Flash and Despero in episode five, the special effects started like you always hit that you always hit that point with CW shows like like the Flash that have heavy special effects. There's always a point in the season or crossover or whatever you have where the special effects start to go wonky because they ran out of budget. I think I think everything in the la- like in the fourth episode with like him running and the whole like Armageddon tidal wave thing. Like yeah. I think all of that took like they wanted to make sure that was right because it was such a big right. part of yeah. that everything after was like, yeah, well, we'll just kind of do this on a budget. <laughs> yep, it was <laughs> I said I sent my friend Tim a text and I'm like, "Oh, they already ran out of the special effects budget for the season." Because it was just they have, like they have some time to recoup it because the flash ain't coming back till March, which after that cliffhanger is really annoying. Really? Oh, oh wow! I'm that's, so that is difficult. Like, hey, we're gonna do five episodes and then see you in March. We're gonna pull a we're gonna pull a Lois and Superman on you. Like, and with the way that ended with Bart and Nora appearing in the 2014 photo, I was like, why are we doing this? And not coming back until March. <laughs> this is rude. I mean, yay, I'm going to get more Bart and Nora because I love Jordan Fisher and I love the girl who plays Nora. So that makes me happy. However, it makes me very unhappy that I have to wait till March. So, wait, is is Ray Palmer married to Flash's daughter? No. Okay. Ray Palmer right. was married to so there's um, just Nora two different characters. All right, I was like, so there's just two different characters named Nora. Okay, got it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I never, I never watched Legends, so I just know yeah. her as Nora, and I never made the connection. Well, because Bar- Barry's mother is named Nora, so they um. Everyone's I mean, named Nora, apparently. Yeah, Bar- Barry's mother is named Nora, so they named their daughter after her. Okay, now we're there. So, so those were my, so those were my highs and lows. Did you have any specific highs and lows? Um, my low honestly was just Vesper as a whole. Uh, Despero, what, what the, hell, whatever the hell his name is. Despero. Despero, him. I didn't like him at all. Well, he's the villain. You're not supposed to. No, but he, like, I don't know. He just, it, he annoyed, like, it just, he annoyed me. Like, oh. the thing with his, his eye, like, the thing with his eye, <laughs> it just. Wished I wished we had a different villain behind all of this. Mm-hmm. I will say my highs though 
or see like now I have no comic book significance. So I, I understand the significance of what I'm about to say next, but I have no connection to this. But seeing him in the gold boots was really freaking awesome. Seeing the Flash? The Flash in the gold yeah. boots was really freaking awesome. Because I, I, I know people people have been waiting for both the ring and the boots basically since the show started. And we got the ring in the 100th episode. And now, now we have the boots. And, like, watching the Flash basically, like crushed that man's connection to the to the flame was very satisfying to me yeah i think it also like it it breaks up the costume a little bit which i like like otherwise it's just a lot of red i will say i didn't i didn't mention this until you mentioned the costume the the reverse flash costume while it's while it's comic accurate and and for the most part looks well done there is something about the hood. It just doesn't work. Yeah. I don't, know, I don't know why. Like, Thomas Cavanaugh looks very weird in it. Even even Barry kind of looked a little bit weird in it. but Well, Barry was always supposed to look weird in it because, like, Barry's not supposed to be in that suit. Right. So that, but... I attributed that to that. But, yeah, because even, like, it wasn't that weird any other time we've seen the reverse flash it was just whatever well, it's, they it's did a different that. yeah it's a different outfit so it was weird there, i don't i don't really know what the issue was but i, I it, didn't really I don't, love it either I, it's something to do with the cheeks like the way the way the cutout is so you see like the cheeks and that just looks a little bit weird and i don't know exactly how you could tweak it but i just know you need to tweak it like figure out something and get back to me and then i'll let you know if it's better or worse because it's just not i didn't like it also um it should be noted that barry is literally the only person who looks good in the red flash suit because they've had they had um Stephen amell in that suit during else worlds and they had Tom. oh Cavanaugh. yeah no that was that was horrible <laughs> and they had tom cavanaugh in it for this and it just it doesn't look good on anybody but barry yeah, no, I, I agree. Um, so and then so you did like the gold boots, which I agree. I I really like the addition of the gold. Um, I love that yet again. Like Barry and Iris's love is at the forefront of the story. It's always at the forefront of every story on this show, and it's one of my favorite things because I'm a sucker for a good love story. Um, I. As annoyed as I am that I have to wait three months for the resolution to said cliffhanger, the cliffhanger <laughs> was really awesome because when they're like when we saw the purple and yellow lightning and then they just appeared in that photo in 2014, I was like, "What the hell is happening?" <laughs> I was so excited. Well, that'll be good. You'll have to let me know what ends up happening because again, no, I will. I, I probably won't end up. I probably won't end up watching it. Um, the other, I will say, there's other one small thing, and this is more attributed to like I understand you have five episodes, you need to fill in five episodes, but episode three where it was in the future, and we got a lot of we got a lot of um, Allegra, and why, why? like and, and like, I like their whole I... thing, like I don't like this this future is going away. I don't need to know right. all I... of the minute like cw cw things going on in this in this timeline and i like them present day like allegra and and chester are cute i enjoy them 
you know, they're kind of in a new phase in 2021, so they haven't, like, fully gone there yet. But all this will they, won't they 10 years later, like, no, we don't need that, not now. Right. Like, we could have, we could have, I would have much rather have seen badass Batwoman rather than that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree. So, other than that, overall, like I said, I, I really enjoyed it. It was uh, it was a good thing to watch. Um, especially where I didn't have Batwoman to watch the last, like, after week one. So, and it was a good thing to kind of fill in the time and now you have, like, a week or two week break before yeah, we only have Batwoman like two... comes back. Yeah. We have two weeks now the week of christmas and then the week of new year uh no yeah no, the week, week of, of new year's it's back oh no, no it's back, back on the 12th, 12th. Yeah, yeah 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 so we have so we're recording this wednesday which is the night that that's that batwoman normally airs so we have two weeks from tonight three weeks from tonight three weeks from tonight which isn't right. really that bad and with the christmas holiday and stuff we're going to be so busy that I don't even think we're going to have to really think that much. But we did get a little bit of uh, Batwoman-related news. Do we? Well, not really news, but kind of before, pictures. Yeah, before we get into those, um, it was announced Monday that CW is is giving a pilot. Yeah, they, they've yeah. ordered a pilot script. I don't even think it's got, like, they haven't even casted it. They've literally just ordered this pirate pilot from three, I think, script writers who wrote Batwoman as well as other CW shows. Yeah, so three of the, so three screenwriters from Batwoman um, are trying to develop a show called Gotham Knights. It is, it takes place in Gotham where Bruce Wayne is dead and then... One of his adopted sons. They only say adopted son, so they don't mention anyone by name. They just say their adopt his adopted son um, teams up with the sons of other villains to kind of figure out what happened because they're they're being blamed for for Bruce Wayne's death. Um, again, very early phase. This um, this is like no like the only people attached to it is Berlanti's production company and the three screenwriters. So that's They all... have said it is not a spin-off of Batwoman and it doesn't seem like it will be connected to our Yeah, it doesn't uh, look universe. like it's it's connected to the Flashverse at all. Uh because in theory we are under the impression that Bruce Wayne is still alive. So unless we find out he is not, but yeah. So it it seems to take place in another in another universe, kind of like, um, well, Stargirl takes place in the past, so Stargirl might might be in the same universe, but say kind of like... Well, Stargirl was on a completely different Earth. Still, even after Crisis? Yeah, because even at the end of Crisis, they, they were kind of showing like the rebirth of all the different Earths. Right, okay, yeah. So, um, so like, Titans is somewhere else... Titan is on a different Earth. Stargirl is on a different Earth. Yeah. Bat, like, and for the first few years of Black Lightning, like until right before Crisis, Black Lightning was not part of the Arrow universe till they made it that way. Correct. So um, I, I know some people are a little like nervous. In, in, in theory, same thing with Supergirl. Like yeah. Supergirl wasn't, you know, that that well, brought in Supergirl. I, Right. I know some people are a little nervous about what this could possibly mean for the future of Batwoman. I'm not worried. Um, 
yet because one this is only a pilot script Mm -hmm. we haven't even seen any castings we don't even know if this pilot is going to get made if the pilot gets made we do not know if it's going to get a series order right um so i don't think we have cause for concern and even if it does get picked up to series they could easily just say it's on another earth yeah exactly um now you could make the argument like well you know it's almost a guarantee that they'll pick it up i mean the the green arrow spinoff wasn't picked up uh that might be the (sighs) only one that they haven't done but (laughs) In this universe, yeah. And honestly, yeah. if if it was a guarantee that it was going to go to series, it would have just gotten a straight-to-series order. Right. So, you know, again, we know nothing else about it, but it'll be interesting to keep an eye out for. I'm not too keen on on the overall story, but I'm willing to hear what it's going to... what how it ends up fleshing out. Now, lastly, there were a couple... There was a photo... And then there was a video that we have seen since the since the finale of Batwoman aired. Now the video yep. looks like it's going to be in the next episode because the video looks like it's from the masquerade party. Excuse me, the masquerade party. Right. So, which is uh, the next episode because that's the that's the episode we get the that's the episode we saw the trailer for at the end of the Batwoman. Uh, cliffhanger and it is it is marcus jet and mary at the at the masquerade ball dressed as the joker and poison ivy and you know mary obviously looks like mary in the in the poison ivy suit which looks amazing on her and like my god yep um Although, like the front is a little weird to me. Let me let me pull up the video real fast so I can actually. Because it's one sleeve, it's one sleeve, and then it swoops behind her neck to attach to the front. So, like both of her, both of her shoulders are almost bare. It's a little weird, but it looks really nice. Yeah, let me. I'm pulling up the video now. Hold on. The hair. Oh, it's an yeah. It's a, it's oh yeah. It's it's kind of like a I don't know if it. Yeah, it's got one. It's like a one sleeve halter combo. I love her hair. I love her, her hair. Color. Looks a little bit. Her hair looks a little bit um, tamer than from like the straight red that we had before. Yeah, it's got like a, stuff. It's like a twenties pinup do meets a like ponytail yeah. or something, just based on yeah. what I can see. And then Marcus has this really nice like purplish hair going on with a white suit top pants and a jester mask on uh he's got a horrible red horrible fur. red fur coat it's literally awful it's so awful it's it's gaudy and ostentatious and doesn't really serve anything he takes it off and then you have like the again you have like the white suit top with like the with a trim red in the front which looks amazing and we should note that she's holding a joker card in the start of the video. Uh, so, well, he is. He oh, flips he over. Is? Yeah, he flips over the Joker card and hands it to her, and then she kind of flips it. She kind of flips it off. Um, she holds it and then kind of drops it. So he is. He is gonna be the Joker. Like that seems to be the moniker they're gonna give him. So he's the new Joker, um, which is fine because that's that's what we've gotten 
I think we talked about this in the yeah. in this in this and season it makes finale sense because he was born of the Joker because the Joker's whatever the Joker did right so to like him is how so Mad Hatter's hat created a new Mad Hatter the 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 tooth of Killer Croc created a new Killer Croc the vine of poison ivy created a new poison ivy the buzzer the hand buzzer that the Joker used on him created him as the new Joker so it it very much fits in the vein of the season it'll be really nice to see where they go now that he is allowed to be himself in theory yeah um so so that you know we wanted to touch quickly on that which you know it was a really nice video it was on his instagram i believe if you if you uh need to find it It was also on his twitter account we can also um i think we can also retweet it because it's uh when we post the episode because i think we still have it in our um dms uh yeah actually i can tweet it out right now but i know i liked it when it first happened but uh so i did just tweet it out uh and then a photo surfaced of of uh the actor who plays marcus um of alice and of, of ultimate nope oh, he shit. who must not he who must not be named welcome back ocean no I they no they killed him and then they burned him and okay, he listen, is ashes. He I, cannot come back ever. Sir, I watch soap operas. Let me tell you that dead does not equal dead ever. He was cremated. Does not matter. I have watched shows where entire cast, you know, entire characters were killed off buried and had entire organs donated and still came back to life they it is possible plus we don't do we don't me. we don't also know that he's alive this was a behind the scenes picture that we saw this could be remember alice is having figments and hallucinations this could very easily be an alice hallucination no nope they cannot do this to me yes i they was can. happy i was happy Okay, and, and, and just so our listeners are aware, this picture came out the night that Armageddon 4 aired. So not only did we get confirmation that Ryan and Sophie were together in this timeline in, in 2031. In that timeline. In that timeline, not this timeline. Now yet. they're no longer together. So, but they ha-ha, were together joke's in- on you. They were together in this timeline. So not only did we get confirmation of that, which was amazing, we also got this picture that same night. So I essentially got both of my couples back on the same night. I love it. So see, what happened was you could either have a timeline in which Sophie and, and Ryan are together, but Joe is dead and... And uh, Iris is with Thrawn, or you you can have Iris and Barry together. You cannot have them both. That is essentially what happened. I can have all the things. No, because as soon as Iris went back with Barry, Sophie and Ryan went away. And now Sophie is back with... Sophie is back with nobody because she's single. Sophie is back with Renee. uh, Well, they hooked up. They're not technically together. I, hookup does un- not a relationship make. Until, until they say otherwise, they are together. They have a 
one actually specified what they are. It was basically a wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. She wasn't even there when they woke up in the morning. Because she had to go to work. She left a very nice note for her. Listen, I'm not going to be mad if we if they actually explore a relationship in the in the back half of what's left of the season. But I do think that Ryan and Sophie are the eventual endgame. No. Nope. Uh, but that is all. So we have, like I said, we had three weeks until the next episode. We wanted to get out a small episode just to just so we didn't get rusty. Um, other than that, hopefully some news comes out uh, within the next couple of weeks. Hopefully by the time we come back, we'll have been renewed. I hope so. We usually get renewed around around the time we come back because CW basically renews their entire lineup sans like two or three shows by like the end of Jan, like between the beginning and middle of January. Yeah. So yeah, they're 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 usually really early, earlier than a lot of other. They're the first. Networks. Like they announce everything in January, and like all the other networks follow suit like March. Yeah. So. We have that, so we have a few more episodes to look forward to. We have hopefully a next season to look forward to, um, and then we have the Joker and New Poison Ivy to look forward to. We also have the original Poison Ivy coming up. We know she's coming up. She's got to be coming up soon. There's only seven more episodes. Yes. But so so she's got to be she's got to be coming around the mountain soon. I swear to God, she's this season's Kate. I mean, in kind of yeah. Although, to be fair, they didn't have as many episodes to tease her out as they did with Kate. So, um, so other than that, uh, we will we will see you in about three weeks. You can you can get in touch with us in several ways to let us know what you're looking forward to most about the back half of the season. Uh, you can do that by emailing us at batwomantvtalk at gmail.com. You can tweet at us at Batwoman TV Talk on Twitter. You can tweet at me at Academy Rewind on Twitter. And where can the people find you? I'm at XO Tony Roney XO on Twitter. All right. We are part of the Thought Bubble Audio Network. We have several different shows that you might like if you like this show. We have uh, Superman and Lois TV Talk. We have Beer with Geeks. We have Hate Watch with us. We have Academy Rewind. You can find all the information about those shows and more on thoughtbubbleaudio.com. And other than that, they are shining the bat signal out in the sky, so we're going to get out of here. Good night, everybody. We'll see you in about three weeks. Happy holidays, everyone.